I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Hi, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. If you haven't already, check out the new vcin.com. It looks purdy. And it is packed with all kinds of sports betting information. Uh, just a quick glance, Steve Mackinnon shared statistical traits of college basketball contenders. Hey, there you go. Zach Cohen on the Super Bowl. Uh, Adam Burke on the Super Bowl. You know what else Adam Burke has in there? A Reba McIntyre National Anthem breakdown. So last night, I go deep diving on Reba McIntyre National Anthem performances. And unlike other previous, previously scheduled National Anthem artists that are going to precede a Super Bowl, she, her work is, like, everywhere. Yeah. And so I thought I did this amazing deep dive. No pun intended with Drew's uh, podcast title. Adam Burke went even further. <laughs> he already did it already. Yeah, it was it's last week. V- it's all at Visa.com. We're going to go over uh, what I had and then what Adam additionally had a little later on the show, as a matter of fact, on that. VSIN.com. Check it out today. Drew Dinsett, kind enough to join us for a second segment again, somewhere in Central California. Uh, Whale underscore Cappers, where you can find him, the Deep Dive Podcast with Andy Molitor and, of course, NBC Sports, Bet the Edge. A um, couple things here. One, Care to flesh out that Brock Purdy comment you made? Because I'm sure there are people who listen who are like, wait a minute. Did Drew just say he thinks Brock Purdy was the better quarterback this year? And isn't Drew the guy? And isn't (laughs) and isn't Drew the guy that also has come on this show and said, look, guys, Pat Mahomes is always the MVP. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I, look, I'm, I'm it's, I am up in Niner country. Uh, I'm up here up in the hills where I'm sure some some uh, some 49ers were staking their claim back in the 1800s. Uh, and so maybe I'm, I'm being a little bit uh, uh, golden, red and gold colored uh, glasses here. But um, no, I mean, EPA per play, Brock Purdy outperformed Mahomes this year and it was by margin. Um, you go over their careers, obviously Mahomes is better, but, uh, and he's done it for longer, but, uh, you know, certainly when you combine, you know, what EPA per play is telling you, which is, you know, how do you, how do you combine the performance of the quarterback with, uh, you know, with, what the scheme he's in and, and, the, the, the tools he has to work with Purdy was uh, outstanding this year. And I think, um, you know, people who are kind of scratching their heads, how could Mahomes be a dog in the Super Bowl? 
again, like that, that he's up against a better offense. Like just know that, um, the matchups that I think are, you know, kind of key in this one that I'm the most intrigued to kind of dig into and really kind of make some, uh, some decisions around, uh, you know, kind of our skill position group for the Niners up against the cornerbacks for the chiefs, the cornerbacks for the chiefs proved to be, uh, one of the stronger units in the NFL defensively all season. They were unbelievable. Um, they pl- they performed kind of a perfect game against a, uh, a Ravens uh, offense, but that they you know that skill position group is, uh, is, 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 you know, substantially weaker than what the Niners are bringing to the table. And so this is a huge step up in competition. And, uh, you know, if they can't go toe to toe with, uh, you know, with the, the Debo Samuels and Brandon Ayukes and George Kittles of the world and CMC out of the backfield, then, uh, you know, Niners are going to be able to find some success here. Um, that said, there's a counter argument to be made about the way that Chris Jones is playing and his ability to, you know, create interior pressure. Uh, and he's up against sort of the soft spot in the Niners offensive line in the interior there. So, uh, you know, Brock Purdy, if he's going to have success in this game, if he's going to get it done, I'm imagining he's going to have to do it on the run. He's going to have to create out a structure. And the fact that you saw him do that in the second half against the Lions, I think is pretty, uh, pretty, you know, I guess hopeful, uh, that that can happen. So, uh, really, I guess the, the questions all kind of swirl around, you know, what, what, what are you going to get out of this, uh, Niners offense, you know, strength of their team against the strength of the chiefs, which is their defense, you know, and, and, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not there yet, but I'm leaning that the Niners are going to be able to, uh, you know, raise their floor a bit in this contest, just based on the, you know, the matchup advantages, the schematic advantages, and, uh, you know, the quality of play you've gotten from, you know, from Brock Purdy over the balance of the season. Um, you know, the other side of the ball is, is really, really weird because you are, you do have two, you know, two units with the Niners defense and Chiefs offense that have both underwhelmed substantially, considering the talent on those, you know, on each of those teams. And um, you know, I think uh, I'm almost, I'm almost going to have to talk myself into just holding my nose and backing this Niners defense. I think. <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's, you know, that they, they, they're, they should be able to, uh, you know, kind of give a little extra attention to, to Travis Kelsey in this one. And, um, you know, if they can find any kind of better tackling than what we saw against the lions, then, uh, you know, if you can, you, you can limit the, some of the explosive opportunities for Pacheco, then, uh, then maybe the, the chiefs chiefs defense still, or she's offense still is, you know, kind of floating around the 20 point range instead of into the thirties. So, um, I guess, you know, just for kind of historical context, you're right. I, you know, last year's my handicap for the Super Bowl was keep it simple, stupid. You know, you're, you're never, we're never, I didn't think we were ever going to get another chance in our lives to bet Pat Mahomes as a dog in the Super Bowl. And yet here we are. Here we are. Chance this yeah. year. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely think uh, I, I hold this Niners team higher than the Eagles from last year. And so I think this is going to be a tougher test. I do too, for sure. And I, I was saying yesterday, it's, it's such an interesting handicap because on the one hand, if you did the old Jimmy the Greek, you know, T-chart, and you were just doing checks, and I understand football's not played this way, but if you did it quarterback versus quarterback, coach versus coach, tight end versus tight end, kicker versus kicker, uh, defense versus defense, you might argue that all those checks go to the Kansas City Chiefs, but the biggest check of them all would be that San Francisco offense, um, which... You know, and the other way to look at it is, well, if we made a spread on this game on a neutral site on Christmas when both of these teams got, you know, crushed, the uh, Chiefs by the Raiders, the Niners by the Ravens, at that point, maybe the Niners are a five or a six-point favorite. I don't know. 
So yeah, oh yeah. You know, it, it's just it's there's so many ways to uh, to skin the cat on this one. Let me talk NBA here in our last few minutes. Uh, Kelly and I were talking MVP a little bit at the top of the show. Do you have a bet in that market? Would you make a bet in that market, or is there another NBA awards market that you might uh, suggest making a bet in? Uh, well, the ship has sailed on Wemby, uh, rookie of the year, I think. Uh, so that one, I think you can pretty much put in, put to bed. Uh, MVP is, is pretty entertaining right now. Obviously the, um, the market, uh, you know, the, the floor, the trap door opened, uh, for the Joel and bead backers. Um, you know, he was, I'm going to say something like plus plus one thirty-five ish, um, you know, a couple of days ago before he, uh, was a surprise, uh, did not dress against the nuggets. Um, that happened on Saturday and, uh, you know, there were people who immediately went up oh, ducking. He's ducking Jokic again. He does this every year. Um, but honestly, like they are getting investigated for it. I don't think that if he was actually going to duck, they would have put him on the injury report, uh, as questionable at a minimum. And then, you know, just pulled the plug day of, um, and so it, there's definitely some smoke there. There's definitely some reporters, national reporters and local reporters around Philadelphia who are saying stuff that does not sound good about the quality, uh, of Embiid's left knee right now. And I think, uh, you know, he is coming up against the, um, uh, you know, the, the the point in time where he's going to have zero margin for missing games between now and the end of the season, if he's going to qualify for 65 games played, which is the minimum threshold to be considered for MVP. So, uh, you know, the reason you've seen such an aggressive shift in that market is Embiid's probably not going to qualify. Uh, right now I would have him a pretty healthy dog to qualify just because I think he's can only miss five more games. Uh, and uh, you know, he might miss tonight. We don't know. Uh, Mark is certainly pricing that game tonight. Like he's not going to play against the warriors. Um, Tyrese Maxey probably, goes Harris probably goes um, but uh, I think the Warriors are a bet on tonight uh, and uh, I think uh, ultimately the uh, you know the the equity from all of the Embiid um, uh, you know support which again like did Embiid deserve to be a heavy favorite of course if he had qualified he was going to probably be 80 or 90 percent to win because he was putting up that impressive a statistical profile this season um, and for, for all of that equity to immediately get dumped into the Jokic bucket is interesting um, it's uh, it doesn't exactly feel right. I think there's probably a decent amount that should have gone to Shea. There's probably a decent amount that should have gone to Giannis in my opinion. And I think that the fact that Giannis is still out there close to 10 to one is wrong. Um, he's kind of improving as we are you know, coming into the, uh, the meat of the season here. Um, and, uh, just in general, there, there is scope, I think for the, uh, uh, bucks to run down the Celtics for the one seed. And if not, at least have a very clean look at, uh, you know, no doubt two seeds. So that, that I think, uh, Giannis is being a little overlooked here. Whereas, uh, you know, Jokic may coast through a, a, a decent portion of March as he did last year. And, uh, just in general, uh, you know, there's more, um, offensive, um, kind of, you know, an overall better offensive team with the, uh, with the nuggets and, uh, and then Giannis is doing a, a, an incredible amount right now offensively for the bucks. So, uh, I would make a decent case for, for Giannis in the 10 to one range. And I think, uh, you know, the, the overreaction to putting all of the Embiid equity directly into the Jokic bucket is a little tough for me to swallow. Yeah. Giannis plus eight fifty at DraftKings, but as Drew says, shop around, you might be able to find a 10 to one out there besides the warriors. Then who do you got tonight? Who have you bet on? Uh, I got Nixon warriors for me tonight, uh, going to war with a couple of favorites. Um, it's, uh, it's not, 
obvious to me that the uh, that the Knicks are going to be at full strength, obviously. But you had uh, OG Ananobi take the night off yesterday. I think he plays today. Hartenstein, I think, is going to ramp up his minutes. Uh, and the Knicks right now are grading as one of the better defensive teams in the NBA. Probably, I would put them right up there, number two after the uh, Timberwolves. So um, it's a good team. Uh, Ananobi is a perfect fit. Uh, he's exactly kind of in the mix for what uh, you know Thibodeau uh, wants to do. And I think uh, this Knicks price should be closer to six. Warriors and uh, Knicks, both three-and-a-half-point favorites, both home favorites on a very small NBA card tonight, just five games. Drew's got to pick in two of them. Drew, always appreciate it no matter where you are. I don't know about no matter where, but 90% of the time, wherever you are, you make the time. We thank you, sir, as always. All right. Hey, best luck, guys. You too. Drew Dinsey dancing out on, on this one. Yeah, we don't get that off. Yeah, don't really see a dancing Drew Dinsing. At whale underscore capper, always appreciate it. Uh, we'll come back. Maddie Cox from Three Man Weave on College Hoops next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code VSIN. 
the crown is yours. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, uh, tomorrow on the show, Kelly. You know who's on the show tomorrow? The great Steve Fezzik. The great Steve Fezzik on the show uh, prior to his um, Vegas Lifestyle appearance. Mm. Megapod Vegas, the Beating the Book uh, Vegas Lifestyle Megapod appearance, his first ever on I that I was going to say, is Steve usually a part of that? He's not. He is not. Mark Meltzer, here, trivia question. Who's the only person to ever be on the Megapod every year? Gil Alexander. Mark Meltzer. <laughs> Him too. Gil Alexander also. <laughs> but Mark Meltzer like Seltzer. Uh, every year he's on the uh, the Vegas Lifestyle pod. He's the staple. But uh, Fez is going to come on because Fezzik, um, how can I put this, cuts corners all over yeah, Vegas? seven-star Steve. Yeah, yeah. seven-star Steve. Seven-star so Steve. I mean, I mean, the guy goes to work out at Caesar, Caesar's Palace Gym every morning. Like, that is... <laughs> I think that was a good call by you that to bring him on that podcast. Yeah, every hey, he you, hey, meet me at Caesars to work. I'm like Caesars. Okay, I'll it's be still there. Mo- it's still the most Vegas vacation thing I've ever heard in this fantastic. town. Fantastic. That, that he lives south of the Strip and will drive up every morning to go to. to I to told Caesars you we're on the treadmill and he wants yeah. to talk while we're on the treadmill. I can't do that. I'm like Steve, I'm just I gonna, can't do that yeah. either. Stop yeah. talking to me. I'm working out. Uh, DP. Uh, we had tweets that beat the book. DP Bet Sports. Uh, I'm like five years old on Christmas Eve. Can't wait for the lifestyle show. We're looking forward to it as well. Um, sports books, steakhouses, other stuff through the years that we're too old to talk about now, but when we were younger, we talked about. You know what I mean? Mike Rouse. Uh, good to hear we can get master's quality background noise with Drew this morning. <laughs> And Ed Zeralski. Think about it that Ed, way. Ed Zeralski drew checking in from medicinal pot farm in Norca in NoCal. <laughs> All of that is right. Both way, quality answers. By the way, speaking of Fezzik, one of the best listeners in the game on this show, it really is. This doesn't miss, don't miss a detail. The uh, thing about uh, Fezzik, also, you know, we're going to talk Super Bowl with him, obviously, on the show tomorrow before the the lifestyle pod. And one of the big macro statements from him from this Super Bowl, which I think is a point that needs to be made, and again, we have two weeks to make all points, when it's close to a pick'em, and by the way, it's two now, so we may never get to a pick'em, but if it does threaten to get close to a pick'em, pro better is kind of sad about that, kind of get a little uh, melancholy about it, because if you have a pick'em, let's just say it was a pick'em, everything else is easier to price for the bookmakers. And so the value abates at that point as well. So that's just something to keep in mind, you know, macro-wise for, for a Super Bowl where the line is this tight. But I don't think we're getting to a pick now. It doesn't look like it anyway. Yeah, DraftKings is a little off from everybody else right now. They're 2-47. and 47. They're, they're like a half point off from kind everybody, of everywhere else. Consensus one and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more than one and a half. Uh, let's talk some college hoops, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, third time in three weeks, we get a different three-man weaver maddie cox joins us this week how you doing matt doing great fellas uh reassessing my gym membership as i listen to the fezzik tales i'll have to uh see what's what's available here in the uh, chicagoland area clearly i'm not doing it right i am not doing it right right you listen listen that guy does it right no one else does it right compared to that guy seriously he will make you bars here he was here i get it he honestly makes me reconsider yeah. Everything I do here. Yeah. I'm just like, what? What? I have missed all these opportunities. I roll down to Caesars now every day. I'm like, free drinks? You can spend three minutes with them, and yeah, you, oh, get, yeah. you get six tips immediately. Oh, like, how, like how, my life is better. How did I miss out on this? Um, I don't know why I'm talking like that. Okay. Uh, Maddie, at the beginning of the show, and I've done this with your two colleagues, Jim Root, James Patrick Root, and uh, also with uh, Kai McKee in the last couple of weeks, um, I give them coaches, a list of coaches, 
and it's just trust or don't trust. One sentence on each. I've done it with them. You're the third person. We're going to do it with you. But I'm going to limit it to uh, my college basketball formula, which right now has Houston, Arizona, Auburn, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Purdue qualifying as contenders for the national championship. BYU, UConn, and Kansas on the outside looking in. I'll throw in a handful uh, after that. So let's just start. Trust or no trust? Houston, Kelvin Sampson. Trust with my life. Wow, this life. I like it. I By like the way, it. these will be graded, Matt. These will be graded with verbal At assault. What time? At what point in time? End of right. year or no, five Im- years? Okay. Im- immediate. Immediate grading. <laughs> oh, right now. Okay. Immediate grading. Arizona, uh, Tommy Lloyd. Trust. Ah, three of you. Wrong answer. All of yeah, all three of you. Him. What's with you three? So why we, do you love him we, so much? We, we met him at the award show oh, in St. That's Louis. That's why. That's why. Two years ago. Also, he's just a good coach. I just, I think I just, just objectively put my biased friendship, friendship, AK one conversation with him aside. I think he's a good coach. He'll adapt this year. Didn't adapt last year. Will this year? Bruce Pearl, Auburn. Uh, trusting. I just think the track <laughs> record of success has grown so strong now. Yeah, trusting, growing toward the trust side of the. I see. Trusting know. is not quite trust. Oh, trusting, yeah, yeah, yeah. developing a trust on the way. Right. Hubert Davis, right. UNC. Don't trust. Wow. Don't trust. God, you guys hate Hubert Davis. Mark that down. They three man weavers hate Hubert Davis. Let's put that on the picture. I like page. his rosters. Love his rosters. Love his team. Rick Barnes, don't, Tennessee. Don't. Do I even need to ask? Rick Barnes, don't Tennessee. Trust. Don't, don't trust. trust. Okay, thank God. Trust. All right, here's the one that's very interesting. Matt Painter Purdue. Trust. Wow. You guys yeah, you guys are so aligned. Yeah, we are. Too much groupthink. I, I try and break the uh, – I try and be the black sheep when I can, but I, Matt Painter, I think, is – this will be the Purdue uh, – the, the Virginia rerun narrative this year. I, I firmly believe the Purdue hate has gone too far, and, and they're I think they're poised to, to, to make a deep run this year. So, Who's yeah. the black sheep? Matty Cox is the answer to that question. All right, three teams on the outside looking in. BYU, Mark Pope, who does not qualify, by the way, in my uh, formula, uh, tried and true because he ain't never been to a Sweet 16 before this. But do you trust Mark Pope? Big trust. Huge trust. Yes. BYU's Huge getting work. to the Final Four, aren't they? Tell me they're getting to the Final Four, depending on the I think they got the chops, too. They, they, they went to a Princeton offense against Texas and completely um, – and completely bewildered that team. I, Mark Pope plays chess against a mini coach who played checkers in that conference, and there's a lot of really good conference in that league. I think Pope's great. Traore is great, I think, yes. as well for that team. Yes, he is. And that's a big addition. Uh, Dan Hurley, I don't even need to ask. Bill Self, I don't even need to ask, unless you tell me differently. Oh, he's had a face. No, trust both. Okay, yeah, trust right, both. I was going to say. All right. Yeah. And let's just take yeah. five other randos before we get to your picks today. Uh, none, none of these five qualify but noteworthy. Nate Oates, Alabama. Trust? <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a question style, mark. Style, like, style question marks there. A little style question marks in a, in a tournament setting where you need to be a little yeah. more adaptive. Chameleon-y. I don't know if they're chameleon enough. How about, play, how about playing some defense also? Uh, Greg, yeah. Greg Gard, yeah. Wisconsin. Trust. John Shire, Duke. Don't trust. Izzo, I don't even need to mention. Greg McDermott, Creighton. Trust. Okay. All right. That's all I got for you. That's all. Um, yeah, no. You did, you did fairly but, well, but okay. I'm going to have to mark off the Tommy Lloyd part. I'm sorry. A little, okay. little red ink on your paper on that. All right. What would you land on today? Uh, I got a few. Uh, market's been active, as it usually has been. God, college basketball betting market has just completely changed this year. It really has. I feel like there's a lot more entrance and 
early activity. But um, I, I do like look a little anti-market here. I like Wyoming. Um, not too far away, you got an Air Force, the Air Troops, as we so lovingly call them. They're playing better, um, and they're not devoid of talent there. But Wyoming, I know they're coming off that huge, crazy, crazy comeback win, like down 11 with 45 seconds to go. Could argue it's a bad spot, but I think they're trending up right now. Um, got some guys back healthy. Jeff Lender is in the trust category for me. Just been pillaged by injury the last few years. I think they're the more just the categorically more talented team with sort of a current form inflection stock arrow pointing up. Air Force should not be favored against anyone, in my opinion, at home, even at home against the Mountain West, even against San Jose State. So uh, I'm going to trust my my two-second handicap here, and I'm taking the pokes. All right. Back to I see now, yeah. Keep them rolling. What are the other two? Uh, I got Clemson, Colorado State, and Ohio. At the current numbers, um, hard to endorse any of them. I know Ohio is up to 15 now. Colorado State got hit pretty big. A lot of these home spots have been smashed by the early money here. But Clemson, um, fading Louisville is always a good good strategy. I know Louisville's had some propensity to make games interesting, as Mike Rutherford says for the Car Chronicle. But they, uh, I think they're overmatched now against Clemson. A little bit angry off that Duke questionable we'll say call at cameron they come back with the vengeance and take it out on the poor louisville cardinals who are not only outclassed but just outcoached i think in this game so yeah all right um that point you made about a lot more entrance into the college basketball market we've seen this over the last few years uh, are you saying there's a lot more money in early and so the lines move quicker is that what you're saying yeah, I, just from what I've seen, I'm not, I don't have a roster of how many people are betting or anything, right. but it just seems like a lot more of the inefficient uh, lines are straightened out really quickly so after you, the first few books open up. So, so you have adjusted and, and released earlier, basically made plays earlier? Is that what's happening with you? No, I can't. No, I'm, I'm at the back of the line usually, so i got to wait. i got to pick off the scraps, unfortunately. So you got to be right on your smaller subset these days. It's tough to win, Gil. There you go. Matty Cox crystallizing it right there. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so much, man. No, thank you, gentlemen. At, was a pleasure. At 3MW underscore CBB. They sure do love Tommy Lloyd over there. Trust Matt Painter. We'll come back. I'm not above talking Reba. I'll do that next. Levitar coming up on DK. VEASAN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VEASAN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code ANG. Get access to everything on our brand new VEASAN.com website. I'll read through it. Daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access. Plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code ANG, though. That's ANG, folks, as in a numbers game. This fine program you're currently listening to with the Gil Alexander. Get your first year Visa Pro access for only $199. Sign up today at Visa.com slash subscribe. That was me and Kelly playing a game of chicken right there. <laughs> I just get my mouth. I'm like, when is he going to end? I had to, you did a good job. You beat me. I had to stop because I knew you were just going to let me go. Uh, there are, when I say we get tweets, boy, oh boy, people love some Reba. And some talk about novelty props. This is from, uh, let's see, we get uh, tweets. Brian M., Drew looked like he was under a cloud of smoke himself this morning. Robert Moss, Ursher starts with, yeah, book it. That was one of my three. Money-making M. Oh, this is a good tweet, Kelly. He said, Usher stated in a recent Vogue interview that the show would be more traditional R&B. Ho-ho! So I don't think either of the EDM songs would open the show, so my obvious choice is, yeah, since it's his biggest single. Max unit bet. So that makes me gravitate towards yeah also. 
because the other ones are EDM. He went his EDM phase, right? Okay. He has strict R&B. The only other thing I would throw in there, again, his set lists usually start with my way, which is super R&B, but I don't think he's going to start a Super Bowl show with, with my way. So I think yeah is the choice. I really do. Okay. Um, Brian Gerson, your Reba impersonation is spot on. I thought Kelly dropped a Reba voice drop. Johnny Ringo, <laughs> a whole segment on the National Anthem. Fancy, don't let me down. Let's go. Ryan Hyatt, the Reba McIntyre National Anthem time deep dive by Gil and Kelly this morning on Visa was pretty much why I got out of bed today. Only question now is her strength of schedule top 75, and does she have Sweet 16 experience? <laughs> Melding of segments. Michael Harrison, thanks to you, it's also impossible to listen to regular sports dog radio. I heard take the point so often yesterday that you'd think Detroit could have just walked up to the refs and said, here's the ball, we're going to surrender this drive and take the three points. Thanks. Yeah, don't get me started. D-Money 2171. My wife went to a Reba show last year at Foxwoods, and she was on stage for exactly one hour. Not surprised she knocks these gigs out. She's 68. She should be on for one hour. I remember when Prince was getting in his later years, he was 90 minutes gone. I'd be like, is that Prince who I used to watch at like 3 a.m. at the, the Fillmore in San Francisco go on for five hours and go to work in the morning at 8 a.m.? No, it's old Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is from James. Oh, this is a great one from James Lloyd. Found a plane flyover at four and a half. Took the over, got limited to five bucks. Thunderbird formation, always five to six planes. Saw that one as well. That's a great one. Do we know it's always the Thunderbirds, though? Don't they mix that up? Listen, Kelly, don't question the flyover Wait, you get like handicap. The... <laughs> I know, I know. You Sometimes you get like the solo B2 always, bomber, you know? You like... always want to bring up other planes. I'm just saying it's <laughs> Thunderbird. Ladies we never talk about planes. <laughs> I would love to talk way more about the plane number. Kelly always with the plane stuff. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke. He's at Spread a PD on Twitter. How you doing, Jason? Kelly, ask and you shall receive. You want to talk about airplanes? We are going to talk about airplanes. I don't know if you know this or not. I am not only the winningest guest in VEASAN history, <laughs> I am the official yes. flyover handicapper of VEASAN. Um if if needed, I will call the Pentagon. Or actually, my girlfriend will call her contacts at the <laughs> Pentagon, and we will find out the exact number remember for he, this flyover. Remember, he, he did this last year. because the B two comes from Whiteman Air Force Base in uh, Kansas, and they got the Rose Bowl, so they're not they're not doing the Super Bowl too. There we go. And, and this I, is the guy. That, there you go. And, and I did a, just get he, Matt Hicks in my ear, letting me know that the the Thunderbirds are local. So that would make a lot of sense. He picks up the phone, this guy, Jason Weingarten, here his girlfriend, and they call the Pentagon. This happened last <laughs> Hello, year. Pentagon? Literally. Yeah. Pentagon. <laughs> may, may I speak with the uh, the defense, the secretary of defense? And he gets on the phone with Jason. It's not a joke. It's not. Mind you, not only this, but this is not my only contact. I have, I have multiple contacts. I can call people up anywhere in the government, get stuff done. You can, call, you can call the Oval Office right now, Jason? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. I, I think we're on bad terms with that office, personally. Okay. But uh, I get into a lot of stuff. I call, I call a lot of people pretty quick. The crew yeah. wants to know if you'd call the Postmaster General. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I got a letter from the Postmaster General a couple weeks ago. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I, I, I literally got a letter from the Postmaster General a couple weeks ago. Uh, what, did it start by saying, dear Jason, wow, you show no, up here was, a lot. It was strongly worded, though. It was strongly worded, I will tell you that. Strongly worded posit positively? Doesn't sound like it. No, it was uh, moderately unsettling. You know, the, 
The post office is one of the branches of the government. Hold on. Hold on. Their postal inspectors are serious people. You don't want to screw with the post office. Wait a minute. You got a moderate – we have to talk about this. You got a moderately unsettling letter from the postmaster general? Yeah, because Mrs. Kong messed up one of my packages at the post office. I thought you loved Mrs. Kong. We talked about this. I do, but she messed up. It was a really unfortunate situation. We got to get to the bottom of this. I, I, I accidentally sent something media mail that I shouldn't, and they sent me a strongly worded letter about not abusing my media mail privileges. I'm not joking. It was literally from the Postmaster General. Bro, what did you send? You're not allowed to say. I, I don't even know what it was. It was something not media, apparently, but it, it went media mail, and, and that's a big no-no, and they were mad at me. But what is media mail? What does that mean? If you're if you're sending somebody like like a DVD? DVDs or DVDs or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. oh, Jason Weingarten, everybody. Breaking news. Strongly worded letter from the Postmaster General. Running afoul of the authorities. Did it start with thanks for your continued loyalty, at least? Like, I thought come, it, I mean, come I, on, right? I thought yeah. it started by going, wow, you're amazing. But no, apparently not. <laughs> uh, Jason, a couple things. One, please do get to the bottom of the plane thing because we'd like to win some bets on the flyover. And two, uh, those are new glasses, aren't they? These are new glasses. I got them yesterday. What what what's what precipitated this? I needed a, a nice pair of glasses. My brother's weddings this weekend, and many Visa and, uh, viewers have commented that my glasses are a little uh, foggy, and the lenses are kind of crappy. And it's true, they're like five-year-old glasses. Our listeners have called, have t- yeah. have tweeted at him and said, "Your glasses are foggy. Get new glasses." And he obliged. Look at Sharp. So, I love it. I actually got I got two new pairs of glasses, but I, I just wanted to go with the colorful ones today. That is that a turtle uh, rim? Like, what do we call that? That's uh, very colorful. I don't even know. Okay. I, I literally looked at these, and I was like, these are hideous. All right. I must have them. Jason, Super Bowl 58, uh, as long as you're not behind bars and can still bet this, what are you betting? Man, you know, I've, I've said it twice before. I think I'm going to have to go a third time here, but if you're going to give me Patrick Mahomes as a dog, I'm going to have to take Patrick's, Patrick Mahomes as a dog. I'm going to have to dive a little deeper into some of the MVP stuff because I, I started sending you some of the, the stuff yesterday. I saw uh, Scott Kazmar pulled a couple notes on Twitter, but uh, quarterbacks haven't won three Super Bowl MVPs in a row. A tight end's never won. Uh, just some some interesting stuff. Is this the year I'm finally going to find a defensive player? I'm, I'm, I really don't have one that stands out yet, but I'm, I'm trying to kind of approach this game from from some different angles and see what sort of value I can uncover and unlock but uh you know i'm not not kind of jumping in on the the obvious things the kelsey mvp the mahomes mvp um i will take a little bit of the chiefs here if i can still find some twos this week but um we got a lot of time so nothing nothing i gotta rush in on and start betting today fortunately what was the, what was that wacky thing you texted me yesterday that you're thinking about betting which wacky thing? You got to be more specific. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> it's very true. What did I say? Did I uh... something that, something that you were th- considering betting? Oh, oh Trent, Trent Williams yes. anytime touchdown. Yeah. The most uh, the most amazing stat in the Super Bowl. No Alabama player has ever scored points in the Super Bowl. Is how about that... how about that stat? Wow. No Alabama right? player. No Alabama player has ever scored a Super Bowl. So of course, in Jason Weingarten's mind, he immediately goes to Trent Williams to score a touchdown. <laughs> Well, he could he could fall on the ball, right? I mean, you fumble into the end zone, he falls on the ball. Like, what what odds can I get on that? You know, two hundred to one, three hundred to one, like something like that. I'm, it could happen. He could be ineligible. We've seen that. We've he seen could, it before this year. Play. That's what. I, what if the the Forty ers blow him out? It's like forty two to ten in the fourth quarter. You're telling me you're not getting your Hall of Fame tackle, the the fridge play touchdown. Yeah, like, but the problem you know, is that Trent Williams a big enough number. There, there's on only any. there's only one problem with his calculus. Trent Williams didn't go to Alabama. He went to Oklahoma. 
So why oh, did we man, land on Trent Williams? Stupid? You're Am well. I, that I wouldn't put it that way, Jason. But I just feel like it's Wait. a poor handicap. <laughs> I had him. I had him as as an Alabama offensive tackle. Have I been wrong? It's one of those things in my head. I've just been all week. I'm like Alabama, Alabama. He went to Alabama. No, he went to Oklahoma. Well, there's got to be somebody else from Bama. <laughs> you can find roster. somebody else. Yeah, though, come Jason. on. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, that's embarrassing, especially because I used to be able to name every player's college. Hey, listen, that's, uh, listen. That's shameful. Oklahoma versus. I apologize to you, the listeners, for my. Uh, you can still getting call, that wrong. You can still call the uh, the Pentagon. So we're all still impressed. <laughs> Still better yeah, than the that. I will still take my calls even if I get Trent Williams' uh, school wrong. Okay. That's why I couldn't understand. Like, what is he talking about with Trent Williams? All right. Sorry about that. I, I, I get I, Very rarely I get things wrong, but it, it has been known to happen. All right. Later in the week, uh, I want some airplane, uh, some airplane intel and uh, some more uh, prop bets. Okay? Absolutely. Can't wait. I will have plenty of prop bets. We will talk about all sorts of stuff. Super Bowl is going to be an amazing game. If you get, get a chance to go, it's going to be the best day of your life. I'm sorry about the Tropicana closing. I know that hits you hard as well. Yeah, RIP. Those women are going to have to find a new place to work. Sorry for another day. Jason Weingarten, everybody, at Spreadopedia. Right here on the Numbers Game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Kelly and I coming back with more Super Bowl 58. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.